following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. And welcome to a brand new episode of the panel discussion, your home for comic book talk right here on the network at BICBP-radio.com. My name is Matt Johnson, one of your hosts and alongside with me every single week is the man, the myth, the legend, Smitty. Smitty is here. How was your, how was your week going? You getting ready for the holidays? It's crunch time, man. I have not started. Oh, come on, man. Jeez, Louie, what are you waiting for? Here busy. I am. I, I I just finished mine today. Did so you? That's why I feel. At like, least you're finished, though. I didn't even start. I've hardly even oh, started. God. Well, I I really don't do the kids. My wife, my wife does the kids, but I had to finish her shopping, and uh, um. So yeah, I finished that up today. I'm Tuesday. Doing... Went to the mall. Those are things, people. That you can go. It's a big enclosed building, folks, and within that big enclosed building, there are several hundred shops, individual shops. And you walk in the indoor walkway, and you go into these shops, if you remember correctly, folks. The malls, they're, they're still there. They're still there? Yeah. I love malls. I miss malls. I wish I had I, more I, time uh, to go to malls. I feel bad for people. Uh, I, I don't want to scare you any more than you're probably already feeling the pressure. But those store shelves are getting pretty bare. How are they now? Yes. I have noticed that. Oh, Things boy. are getting a little stingy. Um, so, Well, I'm probably going to do some Christmas shopping in Indianapolis. There you go. It might be better so, there. I don't know how things it might go be. there. It might be. I I certainly hope so. Um, yeah, I figured I'm there. I've been saving up, you know, working millions of hours of overtime. So I was like, ah, you know, I'll just go when I'm there. I got some down. I actually have some downtime where I can nice. relax. So I always love going to like shopping centers and other cities. Oh, it's so zoos, cool. Zoos and shopping centers. I love going to. It's so cool. Just seeing how other people live in this country. Isn't it neat? It is. It's it's uh it's, it's interesting. Kind of a cool culture. When we went yeah. when we went to Florida, like just walking around the stores in Florida, like they have everything. Like there's no shortage of anything. No. Like I'm like this. Everything's here. Everything's magical. It's crazy. Florida's a magical place. Even the Walmarts in Florida were a magical place. <laughs> the Walmarts, folks, in Florida were magical. Yeah. It's crazy. They sell like they, they sell Disney shirts down there. Like Well, it was only not only that, but they're like I went down the toy aisle and I was like, Oh my gosh, this stuff is super hard to find in New York. Yeah. Damn you, New York, and New your York taxes. Is terrible. Squishmallows for the kids, as far as I can see. I gotta fill the whole room with all the squishmallows they had there. You ever put your face on a squishmallow? I have not. Oh, you're you haven't lived life yet. It no. is it is literally a cloud. Is it really of happiness? Okay, in the shape of a koala or a platypus or a bear, or a panda, squishmallow, red panda, all the pandas. Was it like a pillow pet? Pretty much. It's just like a an obtuse shape shaped. Uh, it's it's almost like the shape of an egg. Okay, but with a flatter bottom, and they come in multiple different sizes. Uh, uh, folks, I, Squishmallow is not sponsoring this podcast. I'm just a big fan of Squishmallow. No, if They're you guys want to, I mean, I, we're probably not your demographic <laughs> with some of the things that have been said on the show <laughs> ever. You should see some of the the sultry looks on some of these Squishmallow's faces, though. <laughs> Those pillows are meant for something else besides just <laughs> snuggling. 
<laughs> of course, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are not alone. Uh want to welcome Baron to the yes, show. Yeah. <laughs> Schmitty, you do, uh, you do know what I do with those squish medals when you're not around, yes. What do you do? What don't I do? <laughs> See, I told you. I knew those those squishmallows are too sultry. Baron, uh, you know, he's a lonely chap sometimes. He just likes to snuggle with those squishmallows. Yes, I kiss them on the mouth ever so gently, passionately. Peck them on the side of the cheek. Just like so. And they say my mustache tickles them ever so slightly. Just slightly, slightly. Only slightly does my mustache tickle. Only slightly? Uh, slightly. Do you put moose? Do you put, like, the the beard? Like, the... Yes, the twirls. The, 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 the moose, the pomegranate in my mustache, yes. To keep the curls so elegant and round, yes. Sometimes, once, once Matthew, you know, I use curlers that the ladies wear to curl their hair, to perm their hair, you see. I had a permed mustache, yes. It was all the rage in the 70s, you see. Hair was in then, folks. Hair was in. Yeah, not no, not so much. Yeah, it's, I, so I much. wish I grew up in the seventies with the amount of chest hair I have. I'd be like, like, look at Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds was rocking that body hair. I was born in the wrong decade. Seriously. Yeah, I'm like a Sasquatch, unfortunately. Sir. No, I know. Uh, Stooley Steve yes, is where? in the house. Oh, he's here. Oh, wait. Well, he's ah, limping ah, though. I smell Stu- something. Steve, are, are you okay? Why would you ask him a question, Matthew? You know that sets him off. Stop asking me questions. What what, what happened to your voice? My balls exploded. His balls exploded? Doing what? How did your balls... <laughs> How did your balls explode? I was getting interrogated. Oh, did it build up the pressure? Oh, wait, wait. I'm assuming the pressure built up. Let me rephrase that from a question to a statement. To save you some agony there, Stooley. Yeah. Yep, that's what happened. Oh, oh, okay. That's that's unfortunate. I was uh, what'd you do? Oh, sorry. I was, what, did you do something bad or wrong in order to get questioned? Is what I'm assuming. Well, what happened was, uh, I was uh, I was getting interrogated by the police, and uh, I shit myself and my balls exploded. Oh, this is foul. What did you eat, Stuart? Oh, God. Stop like, asking me questions. Smells like uh, is that squash. No, ah. my voice is stuck like this. Yeah, you might have a singing career going there, Stooley. You know, you'd be like you, you could join the uh, the opera. The you opera know how house, awkward you know? it is. Do you know how awkward it is to uh, have to show up to the boss and talk like this? Well, I mean, it worked for Mickey Mouse. Yeah, but I'm I'm a, I'm a gangster. Well, um... Bootlegging! You know what? Massey! Well, if you don't talk at all, they'll trust you like crazy. You're like a a steel trap. Nobody will interrogate you anymore because you won't talk. You know, my voice is stuck like this forever, right? That's okay. You you could do... You know what? The gangsters, they like like singing. They like those singers. Do they? Frankie Blue Eyes, Dean Martin, those suave motherfuckers. The gangsters love them. You know? Yes, yes, they're very fond of the gangsters. The gangsters are very fond of the singers and the pasta makers, you see. Hey, Baron, shut the fuck up, you piece of shit. What foul language have 
What? What have I done to you to encourage such a wrath? You're a piece of shit. No. Every fucking time I come in here, you got something to say. I can't fucking take it anymore. Well, perhaps you should get in a different line of work, Stuart Steve. Hmm? Huh? What say you do that? Stop fucking asking me questions. Perhaps you should get thicker skin. Like an armadillo. That skin is thick. The hide is impenetrable. Parrot, I fucking hate you. Well, that makes one of you. <laughs> Everyone else loves me, including the Squishmallows, when I kissed them so gently on the bum. Parrot, I will fuck you in the mouth. What? <laughs> well, since that's the only open orifice I have, that would be the only place to fuck me. Hmm? Unless you gouge one of my eyes out and make me a pirate. Is that what you want to do to me, Sony Steve? You want to make me a pirate? I can't make it on the seven seas. I cannot make it. I need citrus. I do not. I cannot get scurvy. Well, Baron, you really. Whew, you've thought this. You're going to make me pop a stitch, you piece of shit. Well, good. Let your balls drop. <laughs> They're gone. Ah, go through puberty, you scoundrel. Yes? Hmm? You prepubescent. Profanification of the English language? Hmm? Huh? You better hope you don't fall asleep around me. I'm gonna shave off your mustache. Oh, it grows back quickly. It will grow back bigger and fuller. Yes, it will. Hmm? I dare you. It will be back the next day with a vengeance. <laughs> the revenge of the mustache. It's better than the revenge of those Sith. What do they do? That was a Star Wars movie, yes, Schmitty? Yeah, that was the third one. That's but the best one. the sixth one. It's the I best one. I wouldn't say the best one, Stooley. Did you see the original ones, or are you too young for that? I'm too young for that. I figured by the tone of your voice. <laughs> Take that, Stooley Steve. I'm gone. Toodaloo. I'll be back. No, no, don't you dare come back. You, yes, get your stitches back, hmm? Huh? Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps what I'll do is I'll trick him, and I will fall asleep, pretending to, and then when he starts to put his... His phallic penis in my mouth. I'll wake up and startle him. <laughs> That'll show him. <coughs> Baron. Um, uh, yeah, okay, yeah. That'll, that'll really trick him. Well, yes. <laughs> oh, what a turn of events this has been. Stooley Steve went from... We're, we're here for comics, right? <laughs> I, I, I think so. Oh, boy, it's good stuff. Yeah. Hot, uh, hot dinger. Stooley Steve has a... A vagina, apparently, and um, oh, so they couldn't they couldn't like put it back in. Well, I didn't I, want to ask him any more I questions. Didn't, I didn't want to either. Apparently, I imagine it's got to be just I, a disaster. From what I heard, it just blew up. Mm-hmm. But um, I do they. I don't even know if they have health insurance in the mob. I can't imagine. Well, so yeah, they, of, no, they call like the vet, and he like comes in the meat warehouse closet and he stitches them up while everybody else is sitting around playing pool or playing cards. Right? That's that's I how they play, do they, it in the movies. Cards, yeah. 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 And the guy's, like, screaming in the back room, getting stitched up by the vet. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, my balls hurt. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> wonderful week of uh, of comic book news and stuff. We are getting ready for Spider-Man. No Way Home. No Way Home. I almost said Far From Home. That was the second so, one. I know. No Way Home. That's no the way third home. one. I'm going to see it. I'm excited. 4 o'clock p.m. Thursday. I'm jealous. I don't know when I'm going to be able to see it, but I'm going to try to sneak on out. Uh, I might have to sleep, see it sleep deprived, but hey, that's the price of doing business. Seriously, yeah, it is. I, I'm I'm excited for it. I ha- I wanted to get it in. Um, I wanted to get it in this week. I'm, I I am going away to Indianapolis on Friday. I wanted to see it before we left. Yeah, 
that's just a thing me and my wife do. It's actually one of the few things she actually does with me is go to the movies for superhero films. Like that's like our thing. So um so I wanted to do that before we went away for the weekend. I didn't know when I was gonna have another chance to go see it. And again, if 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 I if I get past a uh a a weekend and like the opening weekend and I don't see it and then I start getting really like mm, what what happened I start getting oh you get itchy I, yeah I get the itch oh boy that'll do it speaking of itch oh you're back oh is it itch that means it's healing so a little bit don't scratch it when you itch it if it's if it's, it feels itchy it means it's healing it still doesn't matter my voice is always always be this way that's okay you'll have a beautiful singing career in front of you I appreciate your optimism hey. You got a glass half full. You know, that's what you got to do, Stooley Steve. You know what I like you, Schmitty? Hey, I try to I try to bring positivity to the world. I like you a lot more than that Baron motherfucker. What did you say? Hmm? Ha! I was sleeping the whole time. You thought I was sleeping? Ha! You did nothing that you said. Oh, you're a threat. Fucking stop! Hey! That was a queef! <laughs> Stinks. It stinks. Oh boy, Stooley, you got you got something else there, buddy. You just keep living. You keep on keeping on, man. It's Joe Dirt. Life's garden. Dig it. <laughs> That's one of my favorite. I love Can we that get quote. that barren motherfucker out of here? Mm, perhaps I will go sleep over here now. <laughs> I'm gonna shit in your mouth. <laughs> oh, have you had corn today? Because I could do some sustenance. Liverwurst, motherfucker. Liverwurst, you say? Oh. Hmm. I'll see if it tastes as good the second time around. <laughs> Off I go to slumber. I'll be back, perhaps, with, with shit in my eye. <laughs> I've got to go put on some Vegas, I'll be back. Oh, uh, that, right. uh, that stuff. Ooh. Cool. All right. Um, all right. So, yes. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, we are. I'm ready. Yeah. I am so ready. I've never been more ready. Um yeah, there's been a lot of... It's going to be uh, a game changer. Yeah, allegedly. No, nah, it's got to be. Come on. I would hope so. Come on. Do you think this... I mean, obviously, we haven't seen it yet. It hasn't come out. But do you think this is going to be the biggest, like, third um, third movie for some of these solo ventures? I think it's going to be up there. I think uh, Cap 3 was big. Thor 3 was big. Cap 3 was big. Thor 3 was big. Iron Man 3, not, not big. Nah. Yeah, that was still early though. That was only it was like the first post Avengers movie. Yeah, like I think people forget how long ago that came out. That, I, I don't hate it, but as far as the massive scale of it, it just didn't. No, yeah, it was just another entry in the saga. Yeah, they didn't they didn't like start to build to these epic solo movies. It was just kind of like get to the Avengers movie. So, uh, I think it's going to be on par with like Civil War. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, it could be pretty big. I. I it better with all the hype surrounding it. I I really truly hope it is. I've been li- watching all these rumored videos. They actually dropped a clip, forty uh, five second clip, the intro clip. Um, yeah, but that's like movie. yeah, it, it was like, no, it was nothing. It yeah, was what like, we expected. But isn't it kind of like just picking up where the last movie left off? Pretty much. Yeah. They're swinging. He him and yeah. MJ land on a bridge, and and uh, his buddy. Um, oh, Ned. Ned, yeah. yes, calls him, and they just like. Have like a bro off or something, They're like dude. I know, yeah. It was it was pretty neat. So, um, but yeah, I I've, what a, what an exciting time to be a Spider Man fan. Right? Oh, for sure. Yeah, we thought we peaked with the Tobey Maguire movies, and and then this this all happens, and 
yeah, man, it's exciting stuff. It's exciting stuff. I'm excited to see where it takes us. There's been a lot of news and stuff concerning uh, Tom Holland as far as being Spider-Man lately. Um, you know, well, whether he's going to continue, forth, yeah. whether he's going to continue, whether this is, get, you know, whether apparently they agreed upon another um, another film. It wouldn't surprise me if they tried to get another trilogy out of him. Well, they, they were make... kind of speculating on that, and now the, uh, the head of Sony kind of is backtracking after she said that, oh, yeah, there's another three movies coming out, yeah. um, which I wouldn't be surprised if there are. I think they're just trying to keep everything low-key until the movie hits. I think so, too. Probably trying to throw us off our tracks. Yeah. Kevin Feige's probably like, throw him off, say some dumb shit. Yeah. Say, say something stupid. Um, <laughs> just thinking of Brock Lesnar. <laughs> say something stupid, Paul. <laughs> well, I certainly won't say anything stupid, but... <laughs> but... Uh, no, yeah, it's it's you know the, the his future is I think really really important for these 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 films because Spider Man I, I think deep down even though his popularity I'm not gonna say faded but for a while when it was just very Sony heavy that those Andrew Garfield era um, yeah they, you know he they didn't that help took a hit it took a hit yeah right I think if he's those, the uh, biggest I think out of every character that has appeared in the Marvel films. All right, Iron Man included, Captain America. Spider-Man is probably the most recognized. I think Spider-Man is the most um, recognizable superhero in America. Uh, yeah. Hands down. Absolutely. I would say Spider-Man followed by Batman. Hulk then, is probably up there. He's pretty uh, obvious. Yeah, but Spider-Man, I would say, is the most merchandised, the most most comics, the most cartoons. Yeah. Uh, clothing. When you go to the store and you look at just clothing that's on the rack for kids, like it's Spider-Man heavy. I think Spider-Man is the most recognizable hero in America. Absolutely, and they they got to keep it rolling. I mean, Tom Holland's young enough. He did make some weird comments uh, about a month ago about if he's still playing Spider-Man after after like thirty years old, he's doing something wrong. And I was a little concerned about when I heard that, but man, he like has he has the opportunity to be the face of the MCU. Well, he said Spider-Man. Perhaps he'll still keep playing Peter Parker. Perhaps. But what's what's Peter Parker without Spider-Man? A mentor for Miles, perhaps? Perhaps. Or Gwen. You think Miles will get it? Miles might get introduced in this movie. That's going to want I don't think it'll be this movie, but... You think they'll wait on it? Yeah, I think they'll wait on it. Okay. There's just too much coming. Yeah, there's a lot. There's definitely a lot. Um, so when that time comes, we're actually, so for listeners, we're actually going to take a couple weeks off. We're going to take a holiday break after this week's episode. So this will be the last one. Uh, we got, it's, it's busy. We're going to resume after the new year and we'll have a full Spider-Man recap discussion for you. We even have a really, really cool, uh, theme for you planned out for everybody as well. Oh, Matthew, he came up with the whole thing. Brains of the operation. Brains of the operation. We're going to do, uh, we're going to do a little tier game with the, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything that's come out. Under the MCU banner, so Spider Man, your your Netflix shows, Agents of Shield, Inhumans, Disney. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even finish that one. I couldn't. <laughs> I, I, tried. I didn't either. I think I made it through one or two episodes, and that was it. Yeah. But we're gonna be tearing it off. So that's what we have to look forward to when we come back uh, in the new year, 2022. So I, yeah, I think this will be our last episode of 2021 then. But uh, yeah, we'll return with a banger. All right, we'll, we'll recap Spider Man in full. Banger. I didn't even know her. <laughs> I love you, Schmitty. You're a funny guy. 
funny guy. I try. I zing her now and then. Actually, I stole that one from uh, Mr. Jim Cornette. I was listening to his podcast, and he uh, belted that one out there. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Yeah, some people don't like him, but eh, teach their own. Yeah. Cool. All right, I'm going to sit down. Um, don't sit. Okay, be careful. <laughs> sit down gingerly, okay? There, stooly. Thanks, man. You're welcome. Looking out for you. <laughs> what the fuck? I lost control? Mad, man. Um... Yeah, so that happened. Uh, Hawkeye. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously, we'll finish our Hawkeye yeah, review by the time we come done. back. Uh, episode four. Pretty cool ending there. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Uh, I thought it was pretty neat. Um, I completely forgot about that angle. What, Yelena? Yeah. Yeah. Because they announced her in the show. We knew it at, after the yeah. end, at the end of Hawkeye yeah. or uh, Black Widow. Yeah. That she was going to be involved in this somehow. And it completely escaped me. Yeah. Completely escaped me. But uh, that was a pretty neat surprise there at the end. and uh, Really cool callbacks to, like, um, uh, Haley Steinfeld's character, Kate Bishop, getting thrown off the roof and very reminiscent of Natasha over at uh, Vormir when she plummeted to her death for the Soul Stone. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, Hawkeye's do, just doing the old yeller trick, like, I don't love you. Get out of here. <laughs> Get away from me. Yeah. Just to help protect her. Um, now, do you think Yelena was hired? I think Yelena was hired by Kate's mom. Why else would she not? She looked right at Kate and just shook her head no and then ran off. Well, I think. You've when, seen Black Widow, right? Yes. Okay. Well, the ending, the end the scene, ending scene. Yeah, right. where um, Julia. Louise Dreyfus, yeah, her, she, character. her character, she uh, she says, you know, hey, you know, but it even seemed like it was kind of like, it's a relationship, but she's like, hey, man, I'm on vacation. What are you doing here? Right. And he's like, I need you for a job. Like, I think that this is, our, this is our Thunderbolt. This is the start of Thunderbolt. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I think Kate Bishop's mom called her on the phone because she was like, hey, I need, you know, this, that, the other thing. Yes. I have a problem. I think she called. Julia Louise Drive's character, which Does she, then, have a name? We, she, she has, has a name, name. but I, I I I can't remember what the character's name is. To be honest with you, um, but she Elaine, yes, Elaine, yeah, <laughs> that's what it has to be. Yeah, she looks great. It was by Elaine the way. all the time. She looks great. Still, she always has. Years. Yeah, always has. Yeah, she's a class act. Yeah, I've I just watched Christmas Vacation. I always forget that she's in that. Oh yeah, the neighbor. Yeah, she's just the neighbor who gets the <laughs> the, the stereo destroyed by the ice. Yes, um, and they have those ridiculous jogging suits like the the silver trash bag looking jogging suits yeah but uh i think that she sent elena to mess with hawkeye and that's you know exactly that was the phone call that was made and that's why she didn't hurt kate because obviously it's kate's mom who's putting out the order she doesn't want kate to get hurt so that's why she didn't attack kate probably true yeah yeah so there's that but i got a theory you can blow your socks off I don't have any so, socks on actually, but I'm I'm here for it. It dawned on me. It took two things to make me formulate this theory. One was something you said about Ronan in episode three that when they showed the flashback scene of Ronan killing Echo's father, that Ronan looked very feminine. Yes. Okay. So I used I took that, and then I'm thinking about um, Hawkeye's wife. She's way too fucking understanding. Oh, I I think I might know where you're going with this. She's way too understanding. Yeah. Which made me think she has to be a former agent. She's like, hey, you know, you're when are you going to be home? When are you going to do this? And she's like, speaks different languages on the phone. I think Hawkeye 
she was Ronan. You think as she an, was? She was Ronan as an agent, as a field agent, and that's what Clint's trying to protect. Her identity. I think that's it too. It would surprise the idea of her being Ronan is surprising. I think that's what they're gonna go with because in the in the comics, Hawkeye they, what is it, Mocking Mockingbird. Yeah. Yes. So they're not gonna go that route. But I think something similar. She was an agent. She understands what he's doing, why he's doing it. She retired because there was too much heat on her for the Ronin stuff. Yeah. Why else? Like, they never say, how did he get that costume? His right. wife was blipped from existence. He takes her old costume to keep her alive and uses her costume to kill people. Right. In her memory. Because she's gone. Oh, shit. And that's why he has that costume. That is her costume. Why else would he have it? He right. just made it? It was her costume. She was Ronan. And that's why he's trying to cover the tracks, and that's why she's so understanding, because it's her mess that he's essentially cleaning up. I see. Okay. I, I That is a really, really cool theory, and I, I can see them rolling with it. I knew that she was a special agent at some point. I, this episode kind of clarified yes, it. yeah. That she was a special agent at some point, probably the Mockingbird route, but that part blew my mind. Yeah, it just makes You're sense. You're just saying that. Yeah. It does make sense. Yeah. It does make because sense. Like we don't know that because we don't like, know. Oh, yeah, you're going to miss Christmas. What wife, regardless of your job, is going to be like, oh, you're going to miss Christmas, especially if you have kids. Right. And your kids are like mopey because dad's not home. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, okay, you got to take another day. All right. Hey, kids, guess what? Dad's got to take another day. Uh, suck it up. Like, no. She's going to be like, get the fuck home. It's Christmas, you right. dick. Your kids want you home. Get home. Yeah. I, I watched a video of Screen Crush uh, mentioned it, you know, just breaking down the Easter eggs in this episode. And uh, it was really, really cool. They did a flashback to Age of Ultron when all the Avengers came into the house. And Tony was yes, like. he even says, yeah, oh, she's got to be an agent. Yeah, it's got to be an agent. Yeah. And, like, they were put in hiding. Hiding. Like. Right. She, Hawkeye wasn't in hiding. They were in hiding. And he would occasionally come visit. Yeah. So, it. Uh, I want to know how long they had this planned. If I mean, yeah, I can't imagine, crazy. right? If it could have just been a, like a happy coincidence, it could have been. But fuck, man! If yeah. they would have been planning this since twenty, what fourteen, fifteen? Uh, yeah, I think it was out, fifteen. Fifteen was yeah, because twelve was the first, the first Avengers. one. Yo, good on them. Yeah, good on them. That's some. They literally leave them. Oh, it's it's really good. So, um, I could definitely see that happening. I can yeah. definitely see that happening because right there's the big thing about Tony's vault, the 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 watch. Yeah, because she wants the watch. Yeah, that, I think the watch was hers. It was her watch. Right. It wasn't Tony's watch. It was her watch. Yeah, they, he, people keep saying some kind of vault or something in in the Avengers Tower, which they think is going to be Fisk Tower now. Yeah. Uh, Wilson Fisk bought it out. There's a whole mess of stuff uh, going on right now with the, you know in advance of this. And of course, I understand this. You know the way that these episodes. Uh, our episodes drop as well as the Hawkeye episodes drop. That by when this drops, episode five will already have been out, so we'll be uh, we'll be a little behind in that in that nature. But um, but yeah, this show is absolutely crazy. I, I've talked to plenty of diehard Marvel fans who are so behind on the Disney Plus shows, like they haven't. So I know some people who haven't watched any of them. Yeah, like I have a friend of mine who she's like the biggest Loki fan, and it blows my mind that she has still yet to watch the Loki series. I'm like, what like. How have you not watched it? You have Disney Plus, right? Just sit there and watch. Yeah, 
I I don't know. Yeah, I, there are a lot of people like that. It's crazy um, to me. Like, even if you can't just sit and watch, like, I know, like, I watch so much. That's what I do the brunt of my watching when I'm, like, doing cardio at the gym. Yeah. Because it's like, fuck, that's awful to do with nothing to distract you. So it just puts so something easy. on. Yeah. Right. And it's, yeah, makes it time f- go by much better. Much better. 100%. Plus, you get those fight scenes going. You get a little adrenaline going. You get pumping. Just a little bit. Yeah. It's good stuff. So, um, so yeah, so that's our Hawkeye talk for the week. What else we got in news? Um, last week, I was praising my appreciation for the Netflix Cowboy Bebop series. <laughs> Well, I ain't getting a it's, season two. It's been a rough week for Cowboy Bebop. Yes. Um, I, they've canceled it. It was only out for like three weeks, and they already canceled it. So, I mean, Netflix is kind of And known. I think one of the creators passed away. Oh, really? I did not know that. Let me double check this. I know that a lot of the uh, the people that worked on the show were kind of like, hey, stop celebrating that we got, you know, our show got canceled. Um, it, you didn't lose your job. Technic- the writer died. The, really? Wow. Kiko Nobumoto. The writer of the original? Uh, let's see. The writer uh, the, behind Cowboy Bebop and like, Wolf's Reign. Let's see. He might it, have been the writer of the original anime from 1998. Uh, let's see. Oh, it's a she. It's a she. Okay. Um, she might have. Sorry. She might have. Let's see. Yeah, she passed away on December 1st of oh, cancer. Wow. So this happened, we just found out, um, you know, recently found out about this, but I think last week it was it was announced that it happened, but um, but yeah, I think of the original like writer. Which, that's that's one thing that um, everybody was like kind of, that, that had watched the anime, and I went into this live action show not seeing the anime. Right. So a lot of people that had who were very passionate about the anime, they really didn't seem to like the live action. Um, so hearing all of this good stuff about the the anime, and I'm not a big anime fan, I Neither figured I. I'd give it a shot. So I started watching it. I'm like 13 episodes in, and I could kind of see where they're coming from because the tone is very different. Right. Um. I I kind of would. Um. The 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 humor. That is in it reminds me of like the humor of the the humor in the anime reminds me of humor from like the original Star Trek show, um, where it's very dry, and it's dialogue based. There right. aren't like aren't like like the dialogue in the live action was very Tarantino esque, very juvenile, and the anime is nothing like that. It's more um, subdued humor when it does come up. It's right. definitely more serious in tone. Um, than the live action, but um, I actually I'm kind of liking the anime. I'm gonna finish it out. Um, so if anything, you know, it opened my eye. I, I wouldn't have watched the anime if I didn't like the live action, just because I'm not a big anime person. So this might open up a new door where I give anime a chance again. I think the last time I tried to watch it, I was in my early 20s, which just didn't find interest in it at the time. So right, but yeah, um, for it to be canceled, it's, uh, yeah, it's... I feel- Pretty it's, crazy. It's kind of a bummer. I know a lot of like, well, you should have wait to see what we did for season two. You're really missing out. And it's like, well, if you're if people didn't like your show, and both it seemed the critics and the general audience didn't like it, well, then you're not going to get a season two. Like, how many shows go to network and like they don't hit it and they don't get good ratings? That doesn't necess- that they're not going to get a season two. Um, I liked it. I'm kind of bummed that it's not going to continue. But yeah, I'm a little it surprised is what it is. because a lot of people were talking about it. I, I would, I would, I'm very curious to see what the uh, what the viewership 
was. They said I, I saw the breakdown. They said it was like seventy five million hours of views, but um, th- I guess it, it drastically went down after like the first week. It was like a decrease of like fifty nine percent viewership in the first week. Yeah, that's tough. And they said a lot of people would watch, start watching it, but then not finish it. So they would only make it so far, and then they were out. I gotcha. So. I gotcha. So, but yeah. I, I honestly, like, watching the anime and the live action, they don't even feel like the same property. They seem like two totally different things. And that's a tough thing, too. That's uh, that's always a tough thing, too, when, when shit doesn't line up. But, I mean, in the future, it does seem to maybe uh, put a nail in the coffin of Netflix. Because there's a few other animes that they're... Uh, putting over in uh, live action, like Gundam was one of them, and this might curtail that from even coming to fruition since, uh, you know, this... Because they had Death Note as well. They adapted Death Note into a movie, and that was also very, very negatively received, and that movie was not good. Right. Um, So this is their second go at it. Both did not work for them. So this might stop them from uh, doing live action animes. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, that's. I know a lot of anime fans who are excited at the concept of of more live action, but yeah, it just has not translated well. No, so. no. Nah. So, um, and then other than that, um, what else we got? I think that might be. Oh, there's the Thor, the Thor poster. Oh yes, out. yes, yes, yes. So, uh, a a Thor poster for Thor: Love and Thunder leaked, and it was kind of like your. It kind of looked like a mix between fan made. And maybe, I don't know, it looked a little off. Like something you'd see at a cup at 7-Eleven. Like a promotional <laughs> cup for your Slurpee. And uh, it came out, and the director, um, Watiti, he's like, no, that's not it. That's They do a better job than that. I mean, if I was in charge of the posters, I certainly would uh, I, w- I would like it because I like that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I'm, looking at it, I'm looking at it right now. The tweet's yeah. gone. What's that? The tweet's gone. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He probably pulled it down. But, yeah, that's the actual poster. That Well, it's not the poster poster, yeah. but it is promotional material that they're using, that Marvel is using for Thor Love and Thunder. Um, it's got, like, Jane uh, Foster, Natalie Portman wearing the, the full face shield Thor helmet. Uh, I, I believe Korg's on there looking like Korg does. I love Korg. <laughs> He's so great. Uh, Valkyrie's on there. So... Uh, that that's the other thing too is like Chris Hemsworth has said he want he'll play Thor for as long as they want him Which to. Which I again, but I, I guess want. this his contract's up after this film, and they have not Try renegotiated his contract. So they probably I'm, want to see how this movie does. True, Maybe. yeah, I would love to see him not be Thor anymore and be Thunderstrike like he was in the nineties. Right, just be like he seems to be kind of going that way, like the jovial, just kind of kicking around. Like I think that would be super cool way to take his character like I, I said it before on this show about how bad that i want more i wanted more thor after um after ragnarok yeah i did not care for the i mean the first two i was like oh these are not for, bad i i don't i, the I, first one I don't I hate liked, them yeah. but but the third one had me clamoring for more because this was a like a new yeah um it was a new, almost like a new character, a new franchise. It right. felt totally different. And it was fun. It was fr- like that's one of my favorite solo, like solo, yeah, hero movies. Yeah, I is agree. that one? And uh, I wanted more, so I was excited. And then, of course, he, you know, he got a big. He was awesome in Infinity War. Pretty cool in Endgame. 
Um, so I wanted more of, of that, which is neat. So I, I'm I'm all about more of this. I hope they do renegotiate and, and add him on because I, I feel like. I mean, he is probably well, one of the hotter commodities in Hollywood right now, I would think. Right now, Hemsworth is. He's yeah. a guy you want to lock up. And the fact that he wants to be a part of it, yeah. you don't think like if Downey Jr. and Chris Evans wanted to stick around and for yeah. Marvel that Marvel would have re-signed them in a heartbeat and just yeah. changed everything? They would have. Uh, Thor is necessary right now, especially as we get into this multiverse stuff, as we get into a more spit- cosmic MCU. Well, that's that's you the, want Thor. I'm kind of curious where this movie might go because it does have Gore the God Butcher in it, right? And I'm wondering, oh, uh, uh, this is the end, right? Yeah, which I hope not because I want to see Thor stay around for a while. As but nobody dies in comics, so no multiverse. Typically, they don't. Uh, so that's that's pretty neat. What else? Anything else? I did see that they're uh, uh, the boys from Amazon Prime. Um, they are doing a animated spinoff called Diabolical. Okay. Uh, and they said it's heavily inspired by like the Matrix and the Animatrix. So kind of like a supplemental um, show that is going to be an animated style. Um, the the one creator said uh, that they almost finished uh, eight episodes of the animated series Diabolical. Uh, we gathered together some incredible creators, and we gave them one rule. Just kidding. There's no rules. They blew the doors off it, delivering eight completely unexpected, funny, shocking, gory, moist, emotional episodes. You think the boys is nuts? Wait till you see this. I love how he said moist. That's my, I love that word. <laughs> my wife hates that word. Really? Oh, yeah. I'm like, oh, how's how's your... I, I, and I use it all. How's your oatmeal today? Is it nice and moist? Is it good? Is your muffin moist? <laughs> moist is my favorite word. It's, it's, it's always good. Moist is excellent. It's a great word. I can get moist now. <laughs> I bet you could, old stoolie Steve. Bet you could. <laughs> well, oh, that like that way. I thought you meant another way. Oh. Either way, that was from the other side. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Baron, you smell it out there? Smells awful. <laughs> oh, I can taste that. It tastes like tuna. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Hopefully it's white solid albacore. That's the good stuff. Starkist. No oil either. It's got to be water. Lemon lemon pepper Starkist. Oh, I can't do any of that flavored <laughs> shit. It's got to be regular. Uh, albacore, though. Solid uh, white. You see some of these uh, Funkos that have been dropping lately? There's too many to keep up anymore. It's so... They're doing big sets now. Oh, they're, they're doing the, multi Funko sets. So like I've it, seen the music ones. They're connecting pieces. Okay. So they've I've seen two that are really, really cool. They are doing episode one from Star Wars. Okay. Darth Maul, Obi Wan, Qui Gon. They're gonna connect those. Okay. And I just seen this today. It dropped about one thirty PM yesterday. Dropped okay. about one thirty PM yesterday. A Sinister Six and Spider-Man connecting one. Oh, so, that's cool. So what they're doing, this is, I guess, a way to reimagine. Um, I guess they're not the, the sets, but you buy them separately and they yeah, connect and they together and create a scene, yeah. which is very smart. Uh, very smart marketing. I feel like their they're, um, collectability is dwindling. Oh, 100%. So people are- They they're, they're, overexpose they're themselves. Oh, there's everything. It's too much. They what did I see today? Like today I saw- 
at Target. Thirty dollars for this fucking thing. Oh, yeah. This this Doctor Octopus. So they released the six regular Avengers in different colors as like the Infinity Stones. I remember that. Yeah. So I saw those today at Target. They had like them all, and they were like fifteen bucks a piece. They did. They did a whole bunch of those ones. I'm like, these aren't even appealing. no. Like, what do you do with that? Yeah, I saw this hideous one. It was like the artist series where it's like a Michelangelo, but he's painted all green, and then he has like the heads of the turtles all over him. I'm like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, there was they've done some real weird ones, and uh, but yeah, they, they've I mean, like two summers ago, these things were like red hot. Like yeah. they were just coming out like every couple months. Um, they'd have like a new brand that they mm-hmm. get, and they just abused it, and uh, they went the way. What, what, what comparable Beanie Babies? Yes, too much too soon. I mean, they've been, granted they've been around for almost a de- over a decade yeah, at this point. Yeah. But I mean, over the last couple of years, they just it, it's, I feel like it's going to be one of those things where you go to like a Salvation Army and there's just going to be a bin of them, <laughs> just like the right. Beanie Babies, and you can't do anything with them after like at that yeah, you point. You put them on display. Like I open I, mine up and display oh, them, I have but so many and like there's like I'm like, what do I even do with these anymore? Right, like I have. You such... can't play with them. No. I mean, I guess if you're a little kid, you could, but there's no, there's no, there's no I mean, the head moves, the head moves, that's it. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes if they're bobbles, they move real good. Yeah. <laughs> that's about it. So I, I did see that, that. That's a pretty neat genius marketing thing. Um, it looks like they're going, doing some X-Men. Oh, no, that's something completely different. My apologies. But yeah, $30 for the, for the. The regular ones are like 12 now. I know, but these lock-in ones are thirty bucks, so it's going to cost you two hundred dollars to put this this connecting piece thing together. That's crazy. Some idiot will pay for it. People will, people. But yeah, it's going to have the original Sinister Six lineup: Doc Ock, Craven, Mysterio, Vulture, Sandman, Electro, um, and of course Spider-Man. So, oh wait, no, that's the original. Um, the teaser, it looks like, by, based on Funko's teaser image, excuse me, Mysterio, Green Goblin, Vulture, Sandman, Electro with Spider-Man. Nice. Um, it kind of looks like Venom's in there, too, a little bit, but I, I, I don't know for sure. But, um, but, but yeah, so that's uh, that's what we got going on for uh, for Funko, staying alive. Lego did drop a few sets that are coming out for spring, so usually about March. Um uh, showed some images of a set from Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness, that came with this cool, like, weird green creature with tentacles, and it came with Wong, Doctor Strange, and America Chavez. So we're getting uh, America Chavez is going to be in that movie. Very cool. That's so that that goes with multiverse, big time. Um, some Harry Potter sets they released as well. Um, that looked kind of cool. One was like a book that you fold out, and it's uh, Professor Trelawney's classroom. And then they had another one that folds out, and it's like the dark arts class with Mad-Eye Moody. Oh, that's neat. So that's pretty cool. Uh, they did release another set to go with the Hogwarts build. Um, that's the hospital wing, and that comes with the nurse. And that one's kind of like this, the scene in Prisoner of Azkaban where Ron's arm is all noodly and limp because <laughs> his bones are turned to jello. <laughs> So th- that stuff looks kind of cool, and then I was excited today because um, they usually do it every end of the year, where like NECA releases the like almost like when when you were a kid, you'd get an action figure, and then you'd look at the back of the packaging, and they'd have like all the other figures that are either out or have been out or, or are supposed coming to be out. out, right? Yeah. 
Uh, so they kind of do that every end of the year where they release the card back of everything that's come out, and then they usually pepper in a few things that are on their way. Uh, so NECA is going to go back to the Mirage line because they have the arcade line, the Mirage comic line, and then the cartoon line. And uh, there's a character called the Fugitoid that's a very uh, cool character from the Mirage comic. I think he popped up in the—no, he did not pop up in the cartoon. They made a figure of him back in the like the original Turtle run. He's been in the other shows, but he wasn't in the original cartoon. He was in like the 2005 version or the 2003 version and then the 2012 version. Okay. Uh, but he's a cool character, and they're making him— for the Mirage comic line, and it looks pretty neat. So that I, I was really happy to see that, because that's the character, since he wasn't in the cartoon, they're not going to make him in the cartoon line. Uh, but that was pretty cool, and um, yeah, that's really... Oh, I did read a few cool books uh, that came out last week. Uh, I continued on with the Batman 89. Okay. Uh, that one's really neat. It's like the third Batman Burton movie that we never got. So it really goes into like Robin as like Marlon Wayne's as Robin, who was originally supposed to be cast. Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman is in it. Uh, they bring up Cobblepot. They bring up Max Shrek and dialogue. Uh, Billy D. Williams reprising Two Face. Okay. Um, Harvey Dent and then turning into Two Face. It's a really cool read. Um, it's a little heavy on the social commentary of today's times, which I usually don't like in my comics too much, but it fits the story and the narrative that they're telling, and it makes sense. Okay. Um, so I, I would highly recommend it. It's, uh, I believe, a six-issue arc. They just released issue four. Um, so I would I would recommend that. And then I picked up the seventh issue in Crush and Lobo. Um, that's an eight-issue limited series as well. I'm really liking the way that that is going. Um, cool character. I didn't know anything about Crush, who is Lobo's daughter. Um, and it's like her failing at relationships because she's got daddy issues. So she tracks down her daddy, and it's just space space escapades so that's a really cool book as well i enjoyed that and then i developed a problem matt it's not the booze it's not the weed it's not even the cocaine i was turned on to a little app called whatnot and it is super fun super addicting it is an app uh, similar to ebay okay but it's not just a photo. So a seller will have a time, say 7.30 in the afternoon or evening. You go on WhatNot at 7.30. There's their little video. You click on it, and it's like a live auction. Really? Where they'll put an item up. It'll bid for like 30 seconds. Everybody who's in that room can bid. and That's it. That's it. That's how it goes. And the the cool thing about it is there's no sniping. So say like... Item is listed at ten bucks, and you bid at like four seconds left. If you bid, ten seconds are added. That's cool. So it doesn't. There's no sniping. So you can bid at the last minute, but then the other person can rebut. So the seller is not gonna really get shit if somebody just bids super low at the last second. Yeah, you know, because a lot of people they'll start their items at like a dollar. So that way, nobody's going to be like dollar right at the last second, and a figure that normally would sell for like thirty bucks. Um, so Saturday, I was watching the the Beatles documentary on Disney Plus, which is really interesting. But it's kind of something that it doesn't like hold your attention the whole time. It's just kind of there in the background. And I got on this app, and before I knew it, I had purchased three original turtle figures, 
and I'm just like, ah, oh, this is super easy and super fun. Would I have bought that figure if like somebody came up to me like, hey, you can have this figure for thirty bucks? Probably not, but the, I got suckered in, and it's cool because like the person's talking as you're as you're as you're interacting going. with yeah. your life. That's yeah, so neat. it's like, yeah, yeah, there you go, Will. You got it. You got that's a good bid. Good bid. Oh, here comes Timmy. Timmy's coming in with a counter bid. Oh, what you got? So it's really cool, really fun, uh, and they have like different categories. So there's an action figure category. There's a Funko category. There's a sports cards category music category so you, uh, there's a lego category and you can just click on that category and they'll show you all the auctions that are either happening at that time or that are coming up in that day or days in the future that's really neat but th- do they auction off like anything pretty much okay yeah like so and, and that's a cool thing too like you could go into an auction and a guy like say a guy like if you're a turtle fan and he puts up a turtle figure and you could go hey do you have this figure and you go, oh, uh, yeah, I have that figure. I'll put that one up. Okay. Yeah. Like, the the one figure I wanted was uh, uh, Antrax. He's a super hard figure. And I go, hey, you got Antrax? He goes, I do have it. It's right here. Look, see, here it is. Just want to let you know, though, if I put this one up, starting bid 70 bucks. Yeah. I'm like, never mind. I'm not interested. If it's if that's the starting, uh, you don't have to put it up there. He's like, okay, that's fine. Oh. Other ones, I'm like, hey, do you have Worm? Which is a cool character. He's like, yeah, I got this one. Starting bid's like, it's going to be 20. I'm like, all right, uh, throw that one up there. I'm interested. Okay. And, you know, that's, yeah. So you can actually ask for stuff mid-auction, which is pretty freaking cool. That's really neat. Yeah. Like, the one guy was just putting up random stuff, and you could just go, hey, you got any Batman stuff? Yeah, I got Batman stuff. I'll put it up right now. I'll put it up. uh, Next figure up will be a Batman figure. No shit. Yeah. Super cool. It's a collector's dream slash nightmare. Yeah. Because that's fucking going to be <laughs> that's dangerous. dangerous. That's very dangerous. And they got, like, sports cards. There was, like, a guy selling sneakers. Like, collected, like uh, really you know, sneaker heads. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I could see it really taking off. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I never heard of that before. So that's really neat to hear. What's it called again? Whatnot. Whatnot. Yeah. Okay. You just Whatnot. You can download the app. Uh, what I would do, though, is if you're, like, if you're into toys and you watch certain perhaps YouTube um, toy hunters and stuff or toy uh, informers on YouTube, um, they probably are aware of it and they'll send you, you can go on their thing, get a link. That way they get 10 bucks, you get 10 bucks to just start off. Whether So I would go that route rather than just getting the, the app and downloading it. If you go through a link, then you'll get 10 bucks off your first purchase on the auction site. Very cool. Very so. cool. I do got to ask you this though, toy thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, you're probably never going to spend money on this, but did you see this giant Slimer? No. Replica? Holy shit. I've seen like the terror dogs that are like not full size, but like six feet, maybe. Is it NECA? A giant three foot tall Slimer prop replica was released based on the 84 film. Um, yeah, very recently. Uh, it HalloweenCostumes.com is an exclusive for $499.99. That sounds about right price. NECA though. has one for $550. It's a foam version. I, that's the one I think I've seen before. This thing is really, really well done. Yeah. Detail-wise. Is it like translucent? Not translucent. Okay. That but would be the fucking details, sick. I'm going to try and flip my computer around so you can see it. The detailing in this is actually like really impressive. If I had oh, five hundred cool. something dollars to burn, <laughs> I would just I might. That's awesome. You know? So um 
so yeah, so that's pretty cool there. Um, yeah, I seen that. I was like, man, this has got Will written all over it. Will dreaming, dreaming yes. written all over it. I did have a good. Uh... Since I was out Christmas shopping, I had a good uh, good luck day. I found some of the uh, new Star Wars vintage collection figures that aren't supposed to come out till March. I saw the whole wave. Picked oh, it yeah? up. Plus, they had a sale. If you spend a hundred bucks, you got twenty bucks off. So then I had to spend more money to get that deal. But Where was, was this okay. at? Where Target. You... Target. Yeah. Really? And yeah. they were on the shelf. They were right there on the shelf. Got the whole wave. Well, I'll be damned. No register lock either. It was a good day for Will. I got Bo Katan. I got Quill because you know he has spoken. I got the Lobot, the Bib Fortuna, and uh, the Mithral, which I was kind of perplexed because the guy who plays him is a scumbag. <laughs> <laughs> but the figure looks super cool. No, that's awesome. He's that's got a... blue blue paint on his face. He's all good. He's all good. Um, very neat. All right. I guess uh, we're reading some comic books. Is yeah. It, what, is it time? what holiday festivities you got? I went with the Punisher because nothing screams Christmas more than a Punisher holiday I did one special. of those last year. Punisher is always festive for Christmas. I might have accidentally picked the same book you did. Does it have Daredevil in it? No. Okay, then no. Okay. All right. So let's keep... That's a good sign then. All right. So this is uh, the Punisher holiday special number one. Number one. Numero uno. Number one. Thanks, uh, Stooley Steve. Appreciate that. Uh, all right, so it starts off with a, uh, a dude with some Jerry Curl things going on. He's sitting at a dinner table. Wait, Frank's getting a Jerry Curl? <laughs> what? Did you see no, Jerry no, Curl? no, no, no. Somebody's getting Oh, an a... ad. <laughs> no, it's not an ad. It's some dude with the, with Jerry Curl. It's oh, not Frank. Okay. Uh, it's a gaze. He's like, my old, my old man, rest his soul, always made sure Christmas was a uh, uh, special time around our house. He'd say, little Tony, what do you want for Christmas? And I always got what I wanted. Big Tony Caruso knew how to take care of his family. He was a man, and he was gunned down like a stinking dog. Not Big Tone. Big Tone. Oh, he, he son got... of a. Hey, Stooley, you ever know you, you have anything to do with that gunning down a Big Tone? Never huh? heard of him. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I trust you. You ever heard of Little Tone? <laughs> fat, fat Tone? Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> Just wondering. There's a lot of tones. <laughs> that was a dry one. That was. That hurt. <laughs> it sounded it. Didn't sound pleasant. Never heard of Big Tony. All right. The fat tone? Nope. All right. All right. Just wondering. Just curious. Yeah. Right. Tony Pepperoni. You ever heard of that guy? <laughs> that's what I would have that's what happened to me when I eat at his restaurant. Every time. There's blood in my pants. Oh no. You gotta get a protector, a shield guard for those britches. Baron doesn't have that problem because he doesn't have a lower torso. <laughs> nothing from below the waist. Can't feel nothing from below the waist, right, Baron? Yes, I got nothing down here. <laughs> no balls, Stooley Steve. No balls. Yeah, it's got nothing to worry about. Hey, Baron, fuck you. All right? Why don't you come over here and say that to my face? I've been sitting over here trying to sleep. You have done nothing to me. <laughs> Why don't you come over here when I'm sleeping? I'll play a trick on you. Night, night, motherfucker. Ah, man. Mm. I feel nothing. <laughs> nothing. These two, boy, they keep fighting in a feud. I eventually, it's got to come to a head, right? Children. 
We'll see. This is, you know, this is what happens, you know, when hooligans are allowed in. Hooligans allowed on the show. I blame Greg. They're not soccer hooligans. I blame Greg, Micah, and Chris Gallo for leaving the show. Uh, <laughs> it is all their fault for opening the door for these these monsters. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, little Tony, he's like, I'm going to get him. I'm going to get him. He tells his, his, his main goon, Rudy, handle it. Go get the Punisher. All right. Clit goes over to Punisher. He's on a rooftop. Somebody's getting jumped. Always. Always getting jumped. And uh, they're about to dump him off the roof. About to dump this guy off the roof. And uh, Punisher shoots off his little machine gun things and uh, saves the guy and tells him, hey, you know, get out of the get out of the big the business. Go save yourself. Uh, Punisher goes into a mall. I'm not. Qu- oh no! This 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 guy who we saved tips him off that something's going on at a mall that little Tony owns. The Tony again, family. folks. That's a, a shopping center where you go inside and there's a lot of other stores inside the shopping center. It's, it's great. It's cavalcade. It's uh, shopping great. It's nice. It is nice. Go check out your local mall if yeah. you still have one. Um, if it hasn't been turned into a office space yet, that's what they do. That's what they do. Um, so he's walking around in the small because he knows that this is where uh, little Tony and, and company are hanging out. They own it, and they start shutting down the mall. Shit's about to get real. Oh, no. All right, all these cops, they're not really cops. Oh, they're the run of cops, yeah. Yeah, they're run of cops. They're, they're, part, they're, they're in league with little Tony. And, uh, yeah, they shut down the mall. They close all the gates. So, like, he ain't getting out of here. And uh, it just turns into a blood, just an absolute bloodbath. All right, Punisher, you know, in the Christmas spirit, shoots them all. All right, it's very Christmassy. Very Christmassy. Uh, yeah, hits a couple of them with machine guns. He hits one with a car, and uh, he actually drives up a escalator, which is pretty neat. Um, he shoots the power out, which is pretty cool. He kills the power in the entire mall, and uh, and then yeah, he just goes to goes to goes to town on all these all these dudes. It's uh, it's kind of badass. It's like Die Hard, like it. So it feels like Die Hard, a little bit. Not that they're like. No, it's not Nakatomi Towers. It's, it's just a mall. It's not. He uh, he st- <laughs> He stabs. Holy shit! He really did stab him. He stabbed one of the renter cops with a Santa Claus and reindeer just like plastic display, like right through their gut, pins them into the wall. <laughs> It's an amazing visual. Um, fights a couple other rent cops and uh, he eventually kills them all. He eventually kills them all. He uh, he gets one. Oh, my God. This is more violent than I originally thought it was. You know those, like, little... Uh, like, is this, like, Sawzall? 90s? Is this, like, oh, this 90s? Is 90s. Yeah. I think this is early 90s. Punisher Warzone era? Yeah. Nice. Sawzall. You know, you never seen a sawzall before? No. It's like a little. Bl- it's like electric blade that like cuts through metal and stuff. Okay. Cuts through wood. Fucking stabbed a guy right through the gut with one. <laughs> oh, jeez, please. This is not Christmassy at all. Um, it's like, oh man. And then did he, he string up his intestines like tinsel? He probably. It's uh, yeah. This is gruesome. This is as only the Punisher could celebrate Christmas. Man. Uh, he takes his shirt off for some reason, gets really into the zone. He knocks some dude off a ledge. 
And uh, then he picks up a, the the giant Christmas tree in the mall and throws it on people. Uh, on well, he took that shirt off. That's an intimidation factor. That's he, why he did a, it. He has a hairy chest. Of course, so. just like Burt Reynolds. Just like Burt Reynolds. It's an intimidation thing. It's a macho thing. He <laughs> wants them to see his, his bulging muscles. <laughs> he uh, so he escapes the mall. He kills everybody, which is nice. Um, That's very considerate. Though. Very considerate. Put them all out of the misery, and then bam. When uh, everybody comes to check out the mall, there's just going to be a bunch of blood and dead bodies because you killed everybody. Well, maybe they didn't have a skating rink in their town, so we figured the blood would act as a lubricant, and then they could just skit and scat and skate all over the mall while they shop. That's true. Uh, <laughs> the next scene is uh, is uh, Punisher's whipping a uh, a present at Little Tony in his apartment. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, just whipping it at his head. He, while little Tony is sleeping, uh, Castle's like, hey, I got you a present. He opens the box and... Oh, I uh, hope it's Big Tone's head. Uh, What's in the box? It doesn't, it doesn't show, but it, it's it's he starts, like, crying. and So somebody's head is in there. Somebody's body parts is in there. <laughs> this is <laughs> fucking crazy. Um, and that's, the, uh, that's kind of the end of that story. That's where I'm going to leave off with this one. Uh, that all wraps her up. It really gets me into the holiday spirit. I mean, there's there's Jingle Bells, there's uh, Jingle All the Way, the movie. Yeah. And uh, then there's the Punisher holiday special yeah. from 1990 where he gets, he stabs a Sawzall through somebody's gut. So. That's, that's the holidays for you, folks. Yeah. That's what shopping last minute can do to a person. I want a Make fucking, them crazy. I want a Punisher Black Friday special where they show him tr- like fighting with people with at, at a department store. And, uh, and that got- won't happen anymore. <laughs> now Disney owns it. Ain't oh, happen. yeah, that's true. Those Marvel Comics are so They tame. missed the boat. Yeah. They missed the boat. They lost their creative freedom. All right. Well, I'm going to my wheelhouse. This is a really nice comic. I'm going totally opposite end of the spectrum. I'm going happy, merry, and joyous. Um, This is from the IDW Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle series. This is issue number 65. Um, Now, they just, I think, released issue uh, 190-something, I believe. Okay. I think. It's been been a lot. Um, So this is quite a while ago. Cover looks awesome. You got April O'Neil wearing her, her... Best Christmas sweater. You got Ooh, Michelangelo. She's, she's hot. Yeah, April's uh, April's looking pretty good. That skirt does it for me, mm-hmm. and the thigh high uh, stockings. Uh, but Mikey, he's got his his uh, orange pants on with suspenders and a nice Christmas bow tie with his Santa hat on, and then he even has those little uh, shirt cuffs like a Chippendale dancer, and he's got ready to go with his cufflinks. And he's ready to rock and roll. So uh, the story so far, basically, all you need to know is that. The uh, there's been some difficult events, and the turtles are on their own for the first time. They had a falling out with their master Splinter. He is now the head of the Foot Clan, and they don't like that. <gasps> head of the Foot Clan. To, head of the Foot Clan. He's trying to turn them for good and honor, but they don't like that. He's in charge of the Foot Clan. So they're on their own. They're living in an old abandoned church, and we start and we see the turtles. We see Mikey, and he goes, "So let's let's get this over with. Let's get the plan one more time, everybody. Donnie, you got the illumination duties." And then uh, Donnie says, Roger that. He says, Raph, you're on security detail. He says, okay, I'll, I guess I'll handle that. He goes, and last but not least, Leo, it's your job to keep it all coordinated. And Leo's like, dude, not a huge party, man. Okay? All right? Not a huge party. Probably because of COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so Mikey says, 
let's make this the most awesome Christmas party ever. And we cut to a scene. We see the turtles. They got, you know, they're like teenagers. There's pizza boxes everywhere. Um, there's uh, Raphael has a pet dinosaur named Pepperoni. She's oh. sleeping. It's nestled Aww. over, you know. It's from when they went back in time. They got a mutated dinosaur. It I happens. See. It happens as you do as turtles. I, I, teenage mutant variety. So Raph says to Leo, I think we're going to regret this. And then we see Donnie. And he's got, like, all the Christmas lights strung up. He's got, like, seven extension cords. He's got, like, six of those power cords. He goes, I think I'm going to need more power. And then we see Mikey. He opens the fridge, and he goes, I got all the eggs we need, but I need some more nog. And then uh, Leo reassures. He goes, okay, Mikey, not uh, not too many people. And Mikey says, oh, it'll be fine. I'm just going to invite Casey and April and Angel, and I'm going to invite uh, Woody. Woody's their pizza bit delivery boy. Uh and then he goes, and maybe the mighty mutanimals. And Leo's like, no, no, mute, no mighty mutanimals. That that's gonna get out of hand. It's gonna get crazy. That's the one you read, right? Yes, but this is a different iteration of the mighty mutanimals, okay. but same kind of group. Okay, yeah. Um, that's like it's that's why I love this series so much because they do callbacks from like all the other turtle lore, the Archie comics, the original comics, the cartoons, all three of them, the movies. They just callbacks galore. It's really, really, that's why I love this series so much. And it's been going on forever. So then we see Donnie. He's 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 walking out. He's even got, like, one of those welder helmets because he's getting ready to go decorate the house. And then we see Raph. He's like, I got to go for a walk. This is getting crazy. So he takes his little dinosaur pepperoni for a walk. And we see him. He's talking to Casey. And Casey's like, how the hell did Mikey convince Leo to throw this party? And he goes, hey, he's just going to do a little something, you know. And then we find out that we, well, we don't find out, but we, uh, we remember that Casey's like, dude, listen, you know, I understand that you guys are mad at Splinter because he's the Foot Clan, but, you know, he's just trying to do his thing. You guys are doing your thing. And Casey can relate because now Casey's in charge of the Purple Dragons, which was a street gang that the Turtles fought. But he's seized control of the Purple Dragons because his dad was the old leader. Now uh-huh. he's the new leader. So he's kind of doing the same thing that Splinter's doing, just with a different gang. Gotcha. So uh, as they're talking about this party, we see this menacing figure standing off in the shadows, and he says, ooh, a party. Who's that? I don't know. Hmm. It was me. No, it wasn't you. You're not in this, Stooley Steve. Or maybe you are. I don't know. I'm going to keep reading. Hold on. So we see Donnie, and he's he's decorating the roof. He's got a ladder. He's putting all the lights up like Clark Griswold on his best day. And this pigeon comes around. It's like, cool, cool, cool. Donnie's like, get out of here. Get in my way. Get out of here, pigeon. So he's had some serious decorating to do. He takes a staple gun. And he's stapling those lights in. And we see the pigeon fly across the beautiful city of New York. And it lands in a pigeon coop. And who is there? Oh, it's the mighty mutanimal known as Pigeon Pete. He is a mutated pigeon of very dull intelligence. He's not all there. He's pretty stupid. But this pigeon lands on him and, oh, cool, cool. He's, oh, what's that? A party in Mikey's house tonight. Oh, boy. Pete and the mutanimals are going to party. Oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And he flies off. And then we see Harold and his wife, Lily. They are two scientists that Donatello often uh, goes to for scientific things, and they shoot ideas off one another. And Harold, he's an old curmudgeon. And we just get a nice little moment of him and his wife, Lily. He was invited to the party because I ain't going. And she calls him a Scrooge, and that's that. And then we cut back to the party. We see the turtles. And Woody, the pizza man, he shows up with all the pizza pie for the party. And then Raphael, he walks in with Angel and April. Angel is a purple-haired vigilante who wears uh, armor, and she's 
known as Nobody, which is another character from the original comics that they brought in and they switched up a little bit to make the character work in this iteration. And Woody, he zoinks. He falls right in love with Angel and he goes, oh, you are an angel. And she goes, oh, boy, brother. And Woody goes to Mikey. He goes, Mikey, please tell me you got some mistletoe in this place. And he goes, you better be careful. She is not... Uh, she's a tough cookie. She's meaner than Raphael. He goes, oh, I'll take my chances. But then who comes in? Oh, the menacing figure was Slash. Slash the turtle. He comes in. He's a snapping turtle. He's huge. And he's good friends with Mikey. He comes in. And he goes, hey, I'm sorry I showed up unannounced and uninvited, but I brought candy. So, of course, come on in, Slash. Woody's kind of scared of Slash. But uh so what the heck is this? This is crazy. I can't believe it. And he introduces himself to Slash, and he's kind of sweating bullets because... Woody the Pizza Man, he's like, he's just seen regular mutated Ninja Turtles, not mutated snapping turtles. This guy's huge. And then uh, Slash, he let, guess who else he, he let know? Just like Pigeon Pete, he let him know. The Mighty Mutanimals, they walk in. Surprise, it's Pigeon Pete. He's walking in with Herman the Mutated Crab. He's a hermit crab. He uses a dumpster as a shell. And then there's <laughs> Sally Pride. She is a mutated uh, lioness. And there's Manta Ray. He's a mutated uh, stingray. There's Mondo Gecko. He's a mutated uh, gecko. And then there's Seymour Guts, the old mutagen man. He's just a algorithm of different things all mutated, and he's got to stay in, like, this weird chamber. So they come to the party, and it— Leo's like, oh, what the hell? I told you no mutanimals, but they're here. Okay, whatever. They're here. So they're there to party. Guess what? Guess what Pigeon Pete brought? He brought his worm casserole and karaoke because you got to have karaoke. And then all of a sudden, guess who comes in? Casey Jones. He's there. Oh, he's flirting with April. She's like, hi, Casey. He's like, oh, oh wow, April's here. She's looking good. They're uh, they're kind of on again, off again relationship. So then we get a little nice banter amongst everybody else. You know, Casey's like, "Hey, I thought this was supposed to be a small party," and Leo's like, "Yeah, well, you know, things got out of hand. Mice and mutants. Give me your coat. Go to the party." Sally Pride. She looks at Manta Ray. She's like, "How's the eggnog?" He goes, "Well, it needs more nog." Guess who's on top of that? Herman, the hermit crab. He's like, ah, "I got you covered," and he takes out his flask and he's pouring it in the eggnog, topping it off. Then we see pepperoni. She's eating the pizza. Leonardo says, hey, Raph, I like pepperoni on my pizza, but this is getting ridiculous. <laughs> Raph's like, get out of there, pepperoni. That's for people, not for dinosaurs and mutated turtles and mutated other things. Get out of there. So we get some more banter. We get Woody. Guess what Woody does? He puts a piece of mistletoe up. He tries to get a smooch from old Angel. She dumps her glass on him. He says, "Ah, that was worth it. We see Casey Jones. He gives a nice little present to April, like a tape recorder to help her on her science studies and her reporting duties. We get uh, we get Pigeon Pete. He's singing, Four calling birds, three French hens, two turtle dudes, and a pigeon in a pear tree. <laughs> He's having a grand old time. Then, you know, Seymour Guts, he goes, Hey, Mikey, I thought you had, I thought you had three brothers. I only see two. And he goes, well, Guess who comes back? Donnie. He comes back and he goes, everybody outside, you got to see the lights, you got to see the lights. So everybody goes outside, just like in Christmas Vacation. He lights it up, glaring light show as far as the eye can see, but it fries the power. So uh, the whole city's out of power now. So, well, even even uh, Raph calls it. He goes, nice going, Griswold. Donnie's like, oh, man. Well, guess what? Pigeon Pete goes, this won't stop my party because my karaoke machine is battery operated. He starts singing some Journey, belting out that Journey tune. 
So, you know, Mikey says to Leo, I'm sorry this got out of hand. And Leo goes, don't worry. This has been the best Christmas party ever. So that's end of the party. We get a nice eulogy, epilogue, if you will. A eulogy? Not a eulogy. Epilogue. Epilogue. Yeah, eulogies if you die. Yeah. Apologies. I misspoke. I misspoke. That was, that was really dark. Yeah, so it got dark there for a second. Just like, uh, well, the power went out. That's why it got so dark. We see the inside of their, their living room, pizzas, boxes, uh, thrown everywhere. The the house is a mess. We see we see uh, Raphael sleeping in his dojo with pepperoni with a little gift off in the corner. And we see Leonardo sleeping in his dojo with the bonsai trees, and there's a little gift over in his corner. Then we see Donatello sleeping in his room with a poster of Einstein sticking out his tongue with a little present over in the corner. And then we see Michelangelo sleeping on the top bunk with nobody on the bottom bunk with a beautiful poster of a a blonde gentleman, and it says, Ice, Ice Baby. And there's a nice little present over in the corner, and all of a sudden, Mikey, he goes to grab a cookie, and he sees... The present, and he goes, whoa, what's this? And he opens it up, and he goes, no way, new chucks. And then we see Master Splinter standing outside their house, and he says, Merry Christmas, my sons, and to all a good night. Aw. The end. What a nice ending. Yeah, beautiful, beautiful stuff. Because he's a mouse, you get it? Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. He was stirring. He was stirring in there. That made me happy. <laughs> yeah, it was a nice, that that one like when the first time I read it, I, I teared up a little bit. It was a nice little story, especially with the way the comics were going. Like they were kind of at odds with Splinter, so that was a nice little Christmas treat. Yeah, we went polar opposites. That's um, okay, but I'm okay with yin that. and yang, yin I'm and yang. Totally okay with that. <laughs> you see, I oh here we fucking go. I'm going to read mine. You see, I came prepared and very nicely mine. Little story, Schmitty, goes kind of hand in hand with yours. Doesn't end so nicely, though. So we'll go, what is it, uh, a negative sandwich. We'll oh, go, get on with it, we'll Jesus go, Christ. Hey, hello, negative, positive, back to the negative. You don't shut the fuck up. I like to All speak. All you do is talk. Yes. I can't take it. Well, I'll take this, you sack of shit. <laughs> well, we see a chimney. Who comes down that chimney on December the 24th? Your mother! No, she does not. She's been dead a long time. But down the chimney comes Sandy Claus. Yes, you see. And it says, "'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse." I've heard this one before. Yes, everyone has, you piece of shit. It is a classic. My papa used to read it to me every night before Christmas. Every time. The day before Christmas, he'd read it to me. I'd sit around and go, read it, papa, read it, papa. And, and uh, yes. Mm. Yes. So, back to my story. Uh, in Santa Claus, you see, he's standing there with his hand on his hip, looking very disgusted, looking very unimpressed. And he's picking up his shoe, as you would if you stepped in dog shit. And he looks at it, and what is on the bottom of his shoe? It is a squished mouse! Hence, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse, because Sandy Claus has stepped on this mouse and killed it! Killed it, I said! It's dead! I bet Tom saw this and was very happy, and wished it would happen to Jerry, that piece of shit. <laughs> that miscreant mouse. Always messing with my poor Tomcat. This. I like that ending. Yes, it's not bad, because mice, they carry diseases, you see. 
Yes. Ebola and plagues. Omicrods. The bubonic. That one, yes. Yes. Hey, Baron. Mm, yes, what say you? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> if I had a dick, I would. <laughs> no dick. No balls. Well, you no can... No balls, re- a dick, but no can, balls. You can relate to that one, yes. Mm. Yeah, you're hilarious. I can be quite humorous. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> Baron, did that intrigue you? Yes, very much. <laughs> All right, everybody. <laughs> that is uh, that is it for uh, for this week's episode. All right, as we said, this is going to be our last episode for 2021. We will resume. Everyone have a wonderful holiday. Yes. Happy New Year. We will see you in 2022. Yeah, January 4th. We'll be drinking Mountain Dew in 2022. Yes. Tons of Mountain Dew. I've heard it's good for you. I heard it makes the boys swim. The uh, do, uh, do, uh, what is it? Do the do? Do the do. Yeah, do the do. They do say. the do. Um, in 2022. So we seriously love and appreciate you all. All right. Like I said, we'll be back in January. Uh, yeah, just a lot going on. Um, but we're not going away for a very long time. Uh, like I said, just two week hiatus. Come back strong after the holidays. And, uh, and yeah, we'll have the whole cast. Julie, Steve. Fuck you! Uh, yeah, he's vulgar today. Well, I guess it makes sense. He's got no balls. You think that would make him more docile, though? Like, less agitated, right, Stooley? Maybe. Yeah. I, you know? He could be like... Uh, I can't fucking stand this! You don't have to stand. You can sit. Just be careful when you sit. It hurts! Well, Everything stand. hurts! <laughs> this, I, I guess I, I would imagine. I I'm not intimidating anymore! You never really were, though. I mean, you'd always be shitting yourself. Woo! I guess that was kind of intimidating. Not really intimidating, more like, uh, it was more just terrified of the smell. Fuck this! Now this is podcasting! <laughs>